than John Street, the man who set up and owns Lincoln Farms. Good morning to you, John. Thank you for taking time out of your Saturday to talk to us. Hey, Mick, how you doing? Mate, I'm really good. I'm, I'm really good, John. Like a lot of people, I'm affected by what's going on around the country. And um, I know you'll be heading to the races today, or at least watching the races today, because you have Platinum Invader, of course, uh, one of the Lincoln Farms horses in the Avondale Cup. And before we get to him, um, you've also got a pretty busy weekend, because I presume you're heading to the Harness Racing Sales tomorrow. It's Harness Racing Sales Week with NZB Standard Bread. They sell at Karaka yep. tomorrow, John. It wouldn't be Karaka if you weren't there putting your hand up, so I presume you'll be heading down the Southern Motorway again tomorrow. Yeah, um, unfortunately, Ray Green's still in hospital, but uh, Debbie's going to come along with me and we'll have a look at a few. But I'm a little bit disillusioned with the whole industry, uh, quite the harness racing industry, quite frankly, Mick, um, with what's been going on in Auckland and, and not getting the Friday nights and all that sort of thing. And... And uh, we don't appear to have enough horses as well, so we're going to be running down our operation at, um, down out at uh, Lincoln Farms and um, really just concentrating on the horses we've got. Okay, that's that's news to me. So, look, I, I understand there is a lot of disillusionment. Alexandra Park has gone through a tough time. They've lost a lot of money because the, the developments didn't go as planned. They've also, they seem to be at loggerheads with Harness Racing New Zealand. Is that something, John, where you're disappointed about all of those things or one of those things in particular? Well, you can talk to Ray Green about that. He's very disillusioned. So is Robert Dunn. Robert Dunn's on the board, of course, of, of Auckland, and I've talked to Robert because he's in our stable as well. And quite honestly, we are all a little bit disillusioned because um, we can't seem to get on with Harness Racing New Zealand, whoever's running it at the moment. And as far as I'm concerned, I've been in this industry for 40 years, and honestly, it's it's never never been as bad as it is now. And um, like we've got 35 horses and work out at uh, Lincoln Farms at the moment. Two-year-olds, three-year-olds, four-year-olds, and we're just going to. I've sent some to Australia already, because once they've won four or five races here, you've got no, you can't race. You've got to send them to Australia. So that's why we're we're in the position we're in, and um, I've got about four or five there now, which are coming up three-year-olds, and most of them will go and race to Australia. One horse you do have there, who's, who's not owned by you, but he's trained on your property by your trainer, Ray Green, is Copy That. We know he had a small bleed in the Hunter Cup. What's the updates on him? I'm, I'm sure you've asked. Um, he's fine. I saw him yesterday, and um, we're jogging him at the moment, getting him back, and uh, Ray's absolutely confident he'll have ready for the uh, big race. Okay, you have a lot of gallopers. Um, a lot of them obviously had the Lincoln name, or today we have Platinum Invader. So how many gallopers would you actually own, John? I know you syndicate some of them. Obviously, some of them are shares. You don't have them all yourself. But how many gallopers on the books, John? We've got about 20 at the moment, uh, Lisa Ladder, and uh, all up. I've been breeding a few at Hanui Farm, and uh, I've got a mare out there, and uh, She's been leaving some nice horses, so um, so we've got a few we've bred ourselves. But I'm also with Lincoln King. We're in with um, the guys down at Peter Didham and uh, down there at Farmington North. And uh, Lincoln King's racing today as well, of course. But I think he might be just one short. He's only had two back. He won the Wellington Cup last year, and um, he's a lovely horse. But um, I'm just wondering whether he just be my one short today, but. Nice, long, straight up for the curry, so here we get him home. 
John, would you then? Platinum Vado, he uh, trialled on Monday, in 1,200-metre trial on Monday down there at Fielding or somewhere. And um, Lisa said he had a good blow when he came in, and so she's got him pretty right. When you've been to the level you've been, John, and you've had horses who have won the absolute biggest races, does a Wellington Cup last year still give you that real buzz? Does it still have you buzzing around the house for a couple of hours afterwards? Well, that's of course we. I couldn't go because I had COVID, and uh, but Ian Middleton was down there, and and the rest of the boys that owned the horse were down there, and they got a great thrill out of it. But it's not the same if you can't go in the bird cage, and uh, you know what I mean. Is get presented with a, with the Wellington Cup. Wellington Cup is a prestigious race, and uh, but unfortunately we couldn't go because of COVID. But um, maybe if Pulis going today, we might uh, pick up the prize there. Does it matter? For some people, John, they would think, OK, well, surely if you win the money or you have the, the trophy, it's all the same. What do you particularly like about being on track when your horses win races? Well, I just like the people in the industry, um, both standard bred and thoroughbreds. meet a lot of people, great friends, and all our syndicates we've got uh, with Lincoln Farms keeps us in contact with a lot of people. And uh, Alexander Park, most nights we'll have quite a few of our syndicate people there and have a few beers and things like that. So it's all a bit of entertainment. And since uh, I retired from the supermarket business, it's given Lynn and I something to focus on. And uh, it's more of a hobby than anything, Nick, with us. But I think we've won about 980 races at the stage. So we're trying to get to 1,000. And um, hopefully we can do that. But getting back to the sales, I'll go to the sales, but, you know, I'll just see how we go. One of the, your your models in recent years, John, has been to buy horses and allow people to come in at no money up front. To, it's almost a, a lease-like um, syndicate situation. And I'm not sure if you're still doing this because it was something I'd never heard of before. But you got to the stage a couple of years ago where if you didn't get to the races or was it you didn't win a race, you had the chance to, to get out of the horse. Yeah. If the horse didn't win a race, we give them their money back or they go on another horse. And everybody's, we've had about three or four failures over the years and uh, those people have been given other horses. So um, it's, um, to a certain extent, a lot of people have actually made some nice money out of our horses over the years. And, uh, you know, we had horses like King of Swing and horses like that, which we, you know, uh, he won about 350, sold them for 350 and, uh, we paid 80000 for them at the sales. Well, we had two people in that, um, Fleming's and Hastings and uh, Neville McAllister. So they did very well. I think they probably cleared over 100000 each out of that horse. So that's one prime example. But what I mean is most people break even and uh, we have a lot of fun. John, when you buy horses to that level, because you were in the supermarket industry for a long time, so racing hasn't been the way you've earned your money, do you and I'm talking half through my own experience here, I'm sure you know what you like, and you like the head of a horse, and you like how their shoulder looks, and, and you like their page, and all that stuff makes sense. When you look at a horse, do you understand what you're seeing below the saddle? Do you understand what their legs are supposed to look like, and how they're supposed to look, and whether they've got a, a bung hoof? Do you understand all that stuff? Or like most owners, do you rely on your trainer and your vet for that stuff? Well, we rely on the vet and uh, Ray Green and also Debbie Green. And then if they say no way, well, there's no way. And if they say buy, we buy usually. So that's about as simple as that. Um, 
I really probably haven't got an eye for a horse, even though I've been racing horses for 40 years. Um, I did think <laughs> out, out, out Badlands Badland Butte, and he won five derbies, so that was one I won. <laughs> but, um, you know, normally I, I just go along and, and take their advice. Have you had a favourite horse? I mean, you've had hundreds of horses. Have you had oh. one that you loved more? Oh, Sir Lincoln was a you know, the real champion. He could have been a real champion. He's in Tasmania now, serving about 40 or 50 metres a year. Um, we uh, sent him over there to a young lady, and she's been looking after him ever since. So, um, well, I mean, we loved him. He was a great horse, but unfortunately he was unsound. John, where do you see it all going um, for you racing-wise? You said there's some concerns about the harness racing industry. Obviously, it's a big investment. Do you do you see Lincoln Farms still being around in 10 years or you have the yeah, option well, with your sort of money to move your horses offshore? Where do you see Lincoln Farms going? Well, we've got a property at Pukekohe, as you know, with 60 acres, and um, uh, we've got that. We sold that property to a Chinese development company and we've got it leased back till 2027. So it's for another four years out at Pukekohe. And of course, what the Franklin, the Franklin um, uh, uh, Racing Club, Franklin property out there, Franklin Park's been sold to developers as well. So, what I mean, four years, that's about out for us. And um, I'll be 82 and Ray will be 82. So, what I mean is we'll have to have thinking about what we're going to do from there, but um, I've assured all my staff out there that um, we'll look after them until 2027. But I talked to the boys the other day, like Zach and Andrew and them, and I said, listen, you've got to start thinking about your training careers and start if you all these boxes here for you if you want to get started. So they're having to think about that at the moment. But we'd love to see these boys carry on in the industry. We need them, and um, at the end of the day... Um, I'm just not sure where we're going to be uh, in four years, but hopefully we're all still around. John, thank you for the honesty. It's 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 a tricky time, as you mentioned, particularly for the harness racing industry. A lot of change going on there and market share change. But look, you guys are doing some huge stuff in both codes. Um, you deserve every victory you get. Good luck today with Platinum Invader, maybe a little bit less with Lincoln King. We, we spoke to Marsha. He said, hey, our big targets in three weeks' time. And and good luck yeah. if you go to the sales tomorrow because I know I can hear in your voice there's some disappointment there, but I also know you, and I know at some stage I'm going to see you put your hand up. Okay, Mick, thanks very much.